Right, George, back again. Yep. Had a week off mm-hmm. to do. Mm. Now. So I'm just going to, as always, spin the Wheel of Crass Fortunes. Yep. Crass. Oh, just pull off the curtain. It's starting to I've, look a little I've... bit rickety again, if we're honest. Well, I, th- I thought you were complaining last time about how shiny it was, so I thought I'd sand it down a bit, but. Yeah, I think that's just. It's gone a bit hard. Yes, that's had the opposite kind of effect. I yeah. Think. Thing yep. it's not looking great. Oh, no. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll give it a spin anyway. Yeah, um, still works, that's what matters, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, if, if as long as it spins, yeah, there we go. Ah. Oh, stiff. oh, that is stiff, George. But there it goes, all the way around. Yep, loads of subjects on there, isn't there? Pointless naming, any <laughs> they're all whizzing by. Is it going to land on Brandreth? I'm not getting my hopes up for Brandreth, because... No, me neither. But it does look like... No, it's gone past it. Always goes past Uh, it. It's screaming! The topic this week is screaming. That's good, isn't it, George? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be... Look, you had a a go last week. You had a go last week. You were spying. It's It's my go. It's not about having a go, is it? It's supposed to be a random process, right, the wheel. Not just let's have a go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to wonder about the randomness factor of it, to be honest. I mean, how many Giles Brandreths are on there and it still hasn't landed on it? <laughs> I mean... There's only one. That's the weird thing. Mm. There's only one Brandreth, but every single time we spin it, it's always just one off. Yeah. And yet it's a different topic each week. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> it is weird. Should we start the theme music? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Could you make it sound a bit spooky, George? Hello and welcome to Series 4, Episode 7 of Crass. I'm George Walsh. Uh, you didn't say the... Did you say the episode num- name? No. Number? I said the number, yeah. Oh, did you? Sorry, I totally... Did you say it was the 40th episode overall? No, I didn't say that. No, I just said episode you 7 say of that. series 4. Hello and welcome to series 4, episode 7 and series... Ep- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've totally... See what happens when you can complicate things. Sorry, I'll say it's the 40th right. episode overall, then. You just right. say the normal right. bit, right. and I'll say it's the 40th episode. Well, I've already said... Okay. Hello, and welcome to Series 4, Episode 7 of Crass. I'm George Walsh. And I'm Paul Austin. It's also, George, the 40th episode of this wow. podcast overall. Can you imagine that? God, 40, 40 episodes. odd hours of this. Waste of time. Yeah. Um... George, as always, <laughs> actually, before I start with Paul's question time, I'm going to do a little teaser because mm. this episode is about screaming, yep. about fear. Yep. Um, a lot of people sort of think, look at me, and they think, oh, he's, he doesn't have any fear. He's fearless, that guy. He doesn't have any sort of fear. Well, I can reveal that I'm going to be uh, revealing. It's good, isn't it? Revealing the same sentence twice. I'm going to be revealing. Just, yeah, fine, just play your microphone while I'm talking. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> Honestly, professional. I was going to cut I'm that I'm going to be out. revealing... <laughs> I'm going to be revealing... You can't now. I'm going to be revealing my greatest fear at the end of this podcast. Okay? 
is exclusively it for the listeners. Right at the end, my biggest fear. Okay, is I'm putting it, myself out there. I'm yeah. feeling quite vulnerable about it. Is it? Is it women? But no, it's not women. No, but that's my guess wrong. So yeah, that's that's that, listeners. Yeah, exciting stuff ahead. It's not women. Anyway, Paul's question as always. time. <laughs> yes, it is Paul's question time. <laughs> Paul's question time. Paul's question time. George. Yes. Paul's question time. If you had to drink the blood of any living human, whose blood would it be? Oh God! Now, a little sort of uh, extra thing you got to keep in mind: you've got to drink all of it. All of the Can't blood. Can't be all of it. You can't just have a little sip. You've got to drink every bit of blood from a human that's, body. That's awful. Well, it's the horror episode. It's a grim episode. Sorry. Strap in, listeners. Oh, I, I, oh. I actually genuinely feel a bit queasy. Oh, for goodness sake. Look, you've got... I'll help you out here. Look, the way I see it, you've got a couple of choices. Yeah. You can either go... My answer would be someone with very thin blood. So it's not quite as rich. So you could probably eat, a, eat and drink... Eat. You could probably drink a bit more of it. Yeah. Um, or someone with not a lot of blood, <laughs> like a like a dwarf or a baby. You've got. Um, <laughs> oh, God. So those are your choices, as far as I can see. Oh, what are you going to go for, George? I've got my pen and paper out. I. Oh God. I don't know. A, I don't think I could do it. What if you? I could, you can water it down if you like, like orange squash. Like Robinson's blood cordial. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, no, I, no. Or no. you can cook the blood into like a jus, like you'd have with oh, a bit of beef. Jesus, and that I genuinely feel sick. No, for goodness' <laughs> sake! I no, I I couldn't. I'll just write down baby for you. Don't but don't write down baby. What? You, well, that's the answer I'd assume you'd go for. It's no. I, I, I don't think I could drink anybody's blood. And certainly not all of it. Okay. <laughs> all of another it. Pause, another pause question time. If you had to drink the blood of any animal, which animal would you pick? Hen. Well, George, why don't you tell you me what scared you as a kid? Tell you me what scared you as a kid? You tell them you saw it on the, um, the telly. So what I mean is, George, when you were a little kid, I'm only talking yeah. about telly, I'm still talking about telly, obviously. Mm. What yeah. s- stuff on TV freaks you out as a little kid? Because I think I've got a lot of memories of... Stuff doesn't scare me now, apart from my one greatest fear, obviously, that I'm going to reveal at the mm. end of the episode. Yes. Stuff doesn't really scare me now. But as a kid, I was scared of stuff, and a lot of that was on TV. Mm. So just to kick things off, I will... Uh, talk about something that did a lot of stuff that was meant to be scary for kids didn't actually scare me stuff like yeah. Demon Ed Master and Wurzel Gummidge and Grizzly Tales of Gruesome Kids I was never actually scared by those <laughs> yeah <laughs> but stuff that did scare me so for example do you remember Zap? yes yes I remember um, Zap CITV I think it was mm. uh, like a sort of sketch show I guess but it featured these characters yeah. And the whole sort of framing device, literal framing device, was that they're all like part of this comic book. Mm. And there was a big prop comic book 
with all squares, with like Cuthbert Lily yeah. and he's quite silly. The art fella, <laughs> all hanging out of the panels. Neil Buchanan as well. Neil Buchanan played. playing the um, and the head was a bit freaky from Art Attack. Do you remember that, mm. listeners? Anyway, yeah. they'd be hanging out of the window, little panels, and the yeah. camera would go around, and it was reversed, which was part of what was weird about it. Yeah. Um, but it would go around, and it would land on one of the characters, and then it would sort of fade into their sketch. But there was a really freaky... Daisy Dares, you Exa- or... Yep, that's another one. Handyman. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Some um, people found the handyman just creepy on their own, didn't they? The hand, yeah, I don't know if I was freaked out by the handymen, but they were mm. a bit weird, just these hands doing like little magic tricks and yeah. optical illusions. But what did scare me, if I can fucking get to it, George, mm. is the weird sound that played while it sort of zoomed around yeah. this uh, comic strip front page. So, yeah, would you agree that that was quite freaky? Yeah, I wasn't particularly freaked out by Zap. Um, no. I really liked Zap, actually. Uh, I liked it as well, but it was just that were, bit that weirded me out. There were elements in that bit that you talk about that freaked me out in other things. Okay. And eerie sound is, is, is one of those things. I remember the... Um, I think a lot of mine, as strange as it is, it sort of, like, company... Logos, okay. Like the, so BBC Video, the VHS logo from the nineties. The 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 music what from the, that used to. Yeah, yeah, that one. That is good. I don't think it it's, scared me. I'll tell you. I... No, it's the choral. There's kind of a you can. There's the suggestion of voices on the last note when it rings ah, out into the I reverb in there. Mean. That used yeah. to... So I can pinpoint specifically what it was about that. But I also loved it. I'd always be rewinding it and watching yeah, it because yeah. that's the kind of kid I was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a great little tune, that. On a sort of similar note, you've just reminded me. Do you remember the old Ardman logo? Yes. That would, like... That used to freak me out. Mm. With the kind of a head in, and then it would spin around, and the music would be like. And that used to freak me out. I don't know. We've talked on air about public information films, I'm sure. We have, um, yeah. Last time we did a scary episode of Crass, probably. <laughs> I think, but, yeah, um, probably. Yeah, those, some of those had that effect as well. I thought they were quite creepy, especially when they're quite like low budget as well. Weirdly yeah. enough, the low budget side of things. I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't, don't watch it, but Doctor Who gets slagged for having low budget monsters and stuff in the seventies. But I don't know if that would have a creepier effect or not. Well, part I think or possibly. It's just a lot of thin liners with googly eyes on or something. I don't know. I didn't see this as a kid because it was you know mm. made in the seventies and I didn't yeah. have it. But there's a, a story called The Ark in Space, which is about. A space station. It's Tom Baker yeah. story with a space station. There's like a kind of a gluey creature in it that's made of bubble wrap, and it like yeah. takes over people's hands, and they mm. turn into like big insects. It's a yeah. good story. Um, but I was watching that. I've been watching that over the last couple of days. And last night I had a very vivid dream about finding this kind of horrible worm-like thing that expanded and got all big. 
So mm. it, I think it still has an effect, even though it is just yeah. bubble wrap painted green. Mm. So don't pick yeah. on Doctor Who, you bastards. Yeah. You try it. You try it. I've got some. There's something in the back of my mind. I can't quite remember what it was that, yeah, freaked me out as a kid. Okay, well, I'll I'll do it. I'll do a couple more of mine. Just give you a little chance to remember. To- I've, I have remembered one totally unrelated. Okay. Uh, Charlie Chaplin used to freak me out as a kid. I remember being really? okay. I remember very early memory and seeing a, a sort of a clip of Chaplin or like a. a a still of Chaplin being incredibly unsettled by it. <laughs> He's a freaky looking guy, isn't he? Yeah. I didn't watch Charlie Chaplin as a kid. I was watching like normal kids shows. Sorry, George. Um, <laughs> do you remember Jungle Run? <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> I, Jungle Run used to freak me out. Partly hmm. it was because of the weird sort of primary coloured apes that used to like chuck stuff at them. Yeah, well, that was weird. But also, there was the idea that like you could get trapped forever. Mm. I know, obviously, they didn't. Unless yeah, they did. But like that would that freak me out? The idea they could fall or get trapped in the belly of that big ape, mm. and they would just be trapped forever, even in a game show. Imagine dying in that way, having like a, a funeral, and you've, you've oh they died because they were trapped inside a giant ape on a CITV kids show. What is interesting though. Is that um, the jeopardy there of being trapped in a game show forever freaked you out with Jungle Run? But um, I mean, I say it's interesting, but actually, it's, it's your perspective on one show and mine on a different show, so it's not quite. <laughs> but I'm sure you'd probably agree with me that that totally, totally failed on a show like Fort Boyard, where yeah, it was like, definitely they're clearly not going to release the tigers on the. Gym no. instructors. It's clearly not it going to happen. Shit, Fort Boyard. It was total wank, wasn't it? Dirty den and all that. Yeah, Fuck I'm off. not even going to sugarcoat it. What a bullshit game show that was. <laughs> Crash on screen. I've just remembered. That's. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? I've remembered someone in primary school <laughs> said that. Because Melinda Messenger was a page three model before yes. presenting. Yeah. But this kid in primary school said that um, her top fell off when filming Fort Boyard, and that's why she became a page three model. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a ludicrous thing that's just come out of nowhere. Oh. Uh, <laughs> what if that is true, though? <laughs> Well, it's not, is it? I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. It could be. What a top fell off. It's not even descriptive of. She always wore t-shirts, anyway. So it's not just going to fall off. <laughs> even a tank the top's not halves. just going to fall off. The two halves just fell apart. <laughs> what the seams were so weak, were they, that her breasts forced the top? I'm to looking just split. it up now. I'm intrigued. It's not true. You don't look. Why are you looking it up? It's Melinda obviously not messenger. true. Fort Boyard, Fort Boyard top. What I'm just looking up. I'm intrigued. Imagine if it's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was already well known at that point, uh, so surely it's no, not. It doesn't look. Doesn't look like it. No. Just this, in fact, when you search for it, it's just loads of like the Daily Mail. Oh, Melinda Messenger uh, suffering very revealing wardrobe gaff goes viral mm. and stuff like that. So. Yeah. 
It's probably not true. But <laughs> fun story, though. Yeah. Fun story for this Talking episode of Crass about fear. Um, <laughs> a, sh- a show that used to... I think I don't know if you'll agree with me. I don't even know if you watched it. But I think the scariest kids show of all time was The Riddlers. I have no knowledge of The Riddlers. Do you not remember The Riddlers? Look no. it up after we finish. Because, honestly, it is absolutely horrifying and it's mm. got really every aspect of it was horrible and it was about yeah. these two little puppet pixie goblin things mm. who lived in like a garden uh, but from the very first second it's freaky like yeah. if you put a bit of the theme song in here it's a really unnerving theme song it's like sort of it's meant to it's clearly meant to be jaunty but it's really slow and the puppets are ugly and horrible i hate it I, when i was a kid i wanted those puppets to die <laughs> I wanted I would wanted them to die. What about um, Picture Box? Obviously, it's from the seventies. It's not something we would remember seeing. But have you, do you have you heard the theme tune to Picture Box? No, I haven't. I think if we were born thirty years earlier and we were watching Picture Box at school, we would have been intensely we'd freaked be, out by it. We'd be talking about Picture Box now. I mean, we are yeah. talking about Picture Box now, but we'd be Absolutely. talking about it like we watched it. Roundabout music, isn't it? Oh no! Yeah, that's no, that's yeah, that's pretty grim. No, I don't like that. So I think we'd be talking about that. Yeah, probably. I mean, we just have though. So. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'll tell you something else that used to freak me out. This isn't actually a kids' show, but it was on when I was a kid, and I'd like catch like a, a glit like an, a glimpse of an advert for it. Yeah. And it would really freak me out. Bow selector. Yes. Horrible, horrible program. Mm. Just yeah. I looked. I was when I was preparing for this. I Google did a Google image search for Bow Selector, and it still freaked me out. Actually, yeah, Those, the, the math. There just there's something about him that's just horrible and vile. Mm. Much like everything else he's done in his career. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, Lee what, Francis. What that is now? your real name. Lee Francis slammed <laughs> on crass. Um, no, what was I going to say now? Oh, sorry, George. But no, because I agree so much with the bow selector one. So. <laughs> oh, this is going to drive me up the wall. Another thing, this is the final thing Dead that's on my list. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Did you ever have the VHS uh, collection of Ardman classics? No. There were some real freaky things on there. Some proper yeah. like because my parents got it for me thinking oh it's Ardman isn't it Wallace and Gromit and that and Chicken Run it's going to mm. be all happy sunshine fun it's not though it's all it's lots of horrible creepy weird 
short films. Yeah. One of them as a guy growing really big and exploding while Tony Robinson talks about capitalism. There's another <laughs> one where, like, a, a girl's mum dies and then comes back as a corpse and mm. they're eaten by the devil. There's another one that's just horrible. I used to be a. Have you ever, when you were a kid, did you ever have like a VHS or something or like a book or something in your house that freaked you out to such an extent that just having it there would like. You hated the idea, so you had to like bury it, hide it in like a cupboard or something. It was like that. Yeah, I I had some. They were my sister's, but they were in my room because obviously she was older than me. Uh, I inherited some uh, magic eye books i've talked about these before yes i think um, you have one of them the one of them one of the pictures that you have to stare at to see the the, the hidden image was essentially a load of hands coming out of graves oh god i remember in the in, if you flick to the back of the book it had all of the uh salute not solutions but what you should see yeah. for each picture and I remember that page really upsetting me as a, as a kid, like properly, properly. God, and yeah. seeing those magic eye books just about freaked me out quite a lot. Uh, what I was going to say earlier as well, that um, I remember a couple of adverts that actually ended up being banned as well okay. that I remember seeing. Uh, I remember seeing one for a brand of chewing gum in which a man vomits up a dog. Yep, I remember that one. And it was like, yep. eliminate dog breath. I remember that really freaking Horrible. Me out. Horrible. And the other one was the Xbox Birth to Grave advert as well. Oh, is that the one where like the, the guy just explodes out of his mum and just becomes an adult while he's yeah. flying? That's, yeah, that one's horrible. Yeah, and just crashes into a grave at the end yep. of the advert. Yeah. Do you remember Belly Gonna Get Ya? Yeah, that used to freak me out, yeah. Another scary one. Tango. Tango adverts. Yeah, not as much. I had a little toy Tango man of my sister's. <laughs> so I was at the that that used to freak me out. The little toy Tango man with his big dead <laughs> eyes around the house staring at you. Yeah. Flat Eric. Flat Eric wasn't that. Is the, has this just turned into like we love the nineties? <laughs> and like That's just the I'm pair of us. Just Should we move on. <laughs> being interviewed against a jazzy background (laughs) let's move on before it becomes too much like that yeah oh dear so George I've got a a list of phobias Mm. I've got two actually I was going to go through one of them I, I might just go through it really quickly the first list is a list of the most common phobias yeah I'm going to really rattle through these because I want to get on to the other list that I've got of unusual phobias. Mm. So uh, these are the ten most common fears people hold. Let's just say what we think of them, mm-hmm. whether we share that fear. Uh, social phobias. Say, probably you have, definitely, George. Yeah. I mean, just look at you. Yep. But, I mean, everyone's got a kind of social... Unless you're, like, really confident. I'd say, yeah, most people have got a small social phobia. I think... At least at times. I think everyone should have social phobias i think yeah like say anyone who's just completely unbridled sort of cockiness and confidence i, I really find it unsettling it is odd isn't it yeah i know i agree everyone should be scared to leave the house at all times <laughs> it's coming in handy now isn't it george yeah <laughs> <laughs> next one is agoraphobia so obviously fear of open spaces have you ever met an agoraphobe 
I've not, no. Um, Fell off a diving board in Guernsey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> the cleaner at um, HMV, yeah. uh, where I used to work, used to have agoraphobia. Mm. So he would just make his way from his house to work to HMV. He'd just clean really not very well, to be honest. Mm. But he was a, he was a good he was a good lad. He was a nice chap. Yeah. Uh, and he used to talk about his agoraphobia, then go off. Oh, <laughs> again. Not a funny story, but it's true. Yeah. I thought I'm guessing you don't bones. have agoraphobia, George. No, not really. I think it would be in combination with other things. I think so. Yeah. Um. Like the, the, I'm trying to think because obviously, my idea of agoraphobia would be not being able to see anything when you look around. So like being plonked in the middle of the ocean would freak me out. But I think that would be okay. because I can't swim, and I have no supplies more than <laughs> probably more than yeah. It's just an I'd open say space. Probably. Uh, I don't like fields, but that's just because I don't really like the countryside. So it's nothing to do with the agoraphobia. It's more a distaste than yeah. a fear. Like the school field wasn't too bad, I suppose, because it was, you know, you could see chavs and <laughs> the chip shop and stuff from it, so it wasn't too you bad. You can't say that. It's classist. Yeah, they were, though. <laughs> you could see chaps in Burberry and there you the go. chip That's shop more like it. from where I was. <laughs> Knock off Burberry. Uh, acrophobia, which is... Do you want to start guessing what they are? Is that water? No, not aqua, acro. I acro. Oh, I think I know what acro is. Acro Acrophobia. is heights, isn't it? It is heights. Yeah. Do you have a fear of heights, George? Uh, ish. I went wobbly halfway up the monument in London because I looked uh... down. Like, that might just be vertigo, which is not the same as fear of heights. That's no. just a disorientating feeling, um, which I've suffered with. Hooray. Right. But, uh, yeah, kind of. I've been to a lot of high up points and been fine. Yeah, I'm not particularly afraid of heights. Again, it's fear of... I was worried going up the Eiffel Tower, but that was because it looked like it was made out of Meccano (laughs) up close. I thought, that doesn't look structurally sound. I don't know, you know, it's been there a few hundred years. I mean, mean, if if I fell off a great height, I'd be a bit worried. But I'm not afraid of just being up there. Yeah. 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 I like I, I can fly. I quite like flying and stuff. I'm not so. going to read out the name because I can't pronounce it. It's fear of flying. What is it? Uh, What's the name? Patero- What's the name? Pteromahanophobia. Pteromahanophobia. It's getting painful. Just fear get on flying. with it. Fear of flying. Uh, no, I'm not. Fr- I'm not afraid of no, flying me either. I flew for the first time uh, when I went to Greece. Stroke Ibiza. Um, mm. I mean, everyone knows it didn't happen. What's the point of? <laughs> no, it's great, and I really loved it. I thought it was great. It was really exhilarating. I didn't. I wasn't super keen on it when it was just flat, but it was mainly because of the legroom thing. It was like, oh god, I want yeah. this to be over now. I'm just sick of this because it's there's no legroom. But when you're but actually taking I, off, yeah, I'd argue that was just boredom. Yeah, basically, and, and like descending. That bit's great fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah, but um. Yeah. Uh, Crash recommendation. Flying. Flying. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Claustrophobia. I mean, everyone knows what that is. Again, I think that might be being trapped with people I don't like more than being trapped. (laughs) That makes sense. If I was stuck in a lift 
with people I didn't like, that would, yeah, more so than being stuck in a lift. Yeah, it'd be shit, wouldn't it? Yeah. But, um... I can actually understand claustrophobia. I think I can sort of, you know, in that I can see myself maybe having it, but I've never really felt. Yeah, like I've never that. experienced no. that, but I, it's not impossible. But I can under, yeah. I can see why someone would panic when they're mm. in an enclosed space and can't get out. I can see why that would be a bit overwhelming. Getting the bus from school sometimes was like that uh. actually, and I didn't like that. So. No, that is crap. I've, yeah, I've never had like an attack or anything. But yeah. I could, I can see why. Uh, entomo- entomophobia, or entomophobia, entomophobia. Witches. I want you to guess. Witches. Witches. Fear of witches. No. Which is why is it? A I fear thought you were going to guess. Do you want to guess? Nah. Mm. Fear of insects. Uh, yeah, there are insects I don't like, and I can not really think of many insects Bees. I can tolerate. So yeah. Bees, yeah, bees are all right. Uh, <laughs> it becomes that just me listing insects, and you've been like, nope, meh, yeah. nope, nope, nope. I'm nope. not afraid of insects. Ophidiophobia. No idea what that is. What's that? Fear of snakes. Yeah, I don't. I don't like snakes. I've never met a I'm snake, so I don't know if that's ever. <laughs> Been tested, but they're just like I don't like the bastards. They're just big worms, aren't they? I don't like worms. Oh, for goodness sake! So I'm not going to like snakes. No, I'm fine with snakes. They're, I'd quite like a snake. Swats. Uh, Cynophobia or xenophobia? That's dogs, isn't it? Fear of dogs. That is dogs. Um, no, I've not. I, mean, I like one, dogs. So. Dogs don't like me, but yeah. I, and I do prefer cats. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, dogs are fine. Yeah, fine. Like a nice dog. <laughs> we know someone who hasn't got that. Cynophilia <laughs> is what that person's got, I think. So- <laughs> Say no more. Uh, astrophobia. Afterphobia. Astra. A S T R A. That fear of Vauxhall Astras. <laughs> it's not, no. It's uh, fear of storms. Again, I'm no. I wouldn't say I had that, but I also can understand why you should take uh, precautions in the event of a storm. Yeah, for example. So it's, it's not, not a fit. Yeah, it's more a kind of practical yeah. thing. No, I like a nice storm. I like it when, as long as I'm indoors mm. and nothing can go wrong. Yeah. I like. I find it atmospheric. Nothing can go. What could go wrong for you in a storm? Um. <laughs> um. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, we don't use TV aerials anymore, so that it's not like you could be watching telly and that gets struck by lightning. And then, did you? Oh, were you told that as a kid that like not to watch telly during a thunderstorm because no, I've never it been might told that. lightning might strike the aerial no. and the whole house might blow up. No, I've never been told that. Plus, I think you probably do still have an aerial, surely somewhere. Yeah, but your TV's not on. You, it isn't well, like mine isn't. Well, Mine's not hooked up to an aerial. My Personal so you can't, TV. You can't watch normal telly on your telly. I can. I'll just watch it like via a catch-up service. So that, but that's you can watch not live. What, that's not what I meant. I meant normal, te- like broadcast All television. Right. It's like you're living in the fifties, George. Honestly, broadcast. It is for television. you without wire. With, oh, I've put the wireless on because I can't watch <laughs> telly. You don't. Uh, even, you don't fun. even like the radio. You. It's un- unbelievable. <laughs> 
I the can, final... I, I've got at least three radios in this room right now. And you don't even Fine. have any radio. Fucking hell. Trypanophobia. This is the final one. No, don't know what that is. Fear of needles. I d- yeah, I don't like injections. But does anyone like being stabbed in the arm? I don't like it. I find it quite invigorating, though. Mm, I don't know about that. I, I don't like it. Well, and I don't like the dentist, but again, I don't think those are like. Maybe the dentist want a bit more, but but yeah, certainly needles is just I don't like being. I don't like the thought that I'm now going to sit down and have some nurse stick a big <laughs> spike in my arm. Yeah. Have you ever had? I'm presuming you haven't. You've never had someone put a drip in. I thought you were going to say heroin. <laughs> I'm presuming you've never had heroin. Well, yeah, obviously that um, too. Have you ever had it? You, I'm presuming you haven't because you've not no. been in. Hospital. I, I d- at home for fun. I just put Heinz soup in it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, having a drip in, that's not fun because, no. I mean, it, it, it's fine, but you can get an, an, like a nurse. Not even a, Sometimes they're not even nurses. They're like. Just anyone. Just anyone comes in. <laughs> no, they're like one below that or something. But like, you can get someone who's not that good at doing it or not that experienced and they're fucking around for hours trying to shove this pipe into your. Right, yes, yes, yes. Um, yes. So that's not fun. Anyway, so that's my list. Should we move on to me? I mean, we're really mm. coming up to the wire here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, moving on to my next list. Yeah. These are phobias that are unusual. I don't think you'll have any of these, George, okay. but we can just read them out and, I'll, and then laugh at them, basically. Yep. That would be fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> if you've got any of these uh, fears, listeners, uh, email in and we'll, you know, we'll have a good old laugh at you. Mm. Um, uh, xanthophobia is uh, fear of the colour yellow. No, I quite like yellow. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yellow, yellow nice socks sunshiny co- are great. <laughs> Imagine that. <Colour. laughs> I'm afraid of the colour yellow. Fuck off. <laughs> Some poor sod won't be listening. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's that one. Um, that's mad, isn't it, though, George? Yep. Imagine that, being afraid of the colour yellow. <laughs> Number two, uh, turophobia, which is fear of cheese. I thought you could say trurophobia, fear of truro in Cornwall. <laughs> <laughs> no, fear of cheese, churophobia. Imagine that. Yeah, that'd be... Are you afraid of cheese? I'm not afraid of cheese, no. I'm not, I love it. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> Uh, somnophobia, fear of falling asleep. Probably get that if you've got like lots of horrible like dreams or maybe a bit of trauma. That's probably what that one comes from. Number four. Now this one's on an unusual fears list, but as far as I can tell, I don't agree with it. But it's quite a common fear. By uh, cor- I don't agree with it. Do you mean you don't have that fear? <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree. I don't agree m- that morally. people should have this fear morally. <laughs> Yeah, that as well, actually. Yeah, I'm going to commit to that. Okay. Uh, it's chorophobia, or chorophobia, fear of clowns. I don't like clowns, yeah. that, that. I, Again, I'm not sure I'm afraid of them so much as don't find them remotely funny and do kind of... I think to a certain level they're probably something a bit creepy. But I, I wouldn't find it impossible to find a clown creepy. Yeah. Rather, But I would find it near impossible to find one funny. So, <laughs> I like a clown when it's placed into a a more 
The problem with clowns is that in the circus they're shit. Yes. Because you'd expect them to be there. But if you put a clown in, like... If, imagine, like, a clown working as a banker. Mm. That's funny. Fire away. Right, I've got a mortgage at the bank. Smashing. Yeah, and I'd like to change it to one of those great new low-interest mortgages I've seen advertised on the telly. Oh, they're for brand new customers only. Well, what about those great uh, fixed-rate mortgages? Oh, sorry, brand new customers only. <laughs> How about one of those uh, discounted mortgages with... Brand new customers only. Oh. Well, I'm, I'll just pay this cheque, then. Can I borrow a pen? What, this pen? Yeah. Oh, you want this pen? Yeah. Sorry, it's brand new customers only. A pencil? What, pencils? Fine. I'd like to see the manager. Oh, you only see brand new customers only. I'm going to write him a letter. Well, you'll only read letters from brand new customers only. An email? Begins with B and ends with brand new customers only. Super. Brand. Fine. New. Great. Customers. Thank you. Only. Only. Yes. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Brand new customers only! I think that I, I feel quite sorry for the clowns of the world because they've, they've been painted with this sort of negative brush. Idea for a programme. everyone's afraid of clowns. Idea for a programme. Uh, clown v design pet. So a clown from Newcastle goes to work on a building site in Germany laying bricks in the 80s. I would be up for that, yeah. Co-starring Jimmy Nail. I'd, I'd watch that. I'd watch that. Yeah, brilliant. We'll go with that. Clown music bets. Yeah, sure. Let's go. Uh, next on the list, hylophobia, which is fear of trees. No, I haven't got that. I'm not good at it, but actually, I can kind of understand it. They're quite big and imposing, aren't they, trees? They're like, there's something, it's almost like a giant sort of skeleton sort of looming over you. I can imagine people, I'd, sort of quite cowardly, I, I can, sort of yellow people, obviously. But not yellow, if they're frightened of that. No, no, well, Jesus. Um, not cheeses, either. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't get the tree one. Um Really, I don't. Maybe no. if you've got it, apologies. You know, maximum respect. <laughs> uh, but pick up the hylophobia posse. Very <laughs> <laughs> fair. I don't. I mean, I don't have it personally, but I can kind of understand it in the way that mm. I don't understand anyone who's afraid of the colour yellow. Idiots. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, omphalophobia, fear of the navel. I get it. You get I weirdly it. I get that. I no, don't have come it. Come off it. Belly buttons are horrible. Yeah. What do you mean they're horrible? They're fine. So I think the belly buttons probably are really unhygienic. Would you call yourself an omphalophobic then? Fear? No, but I, I don't, I don't like belly buttons. Unhygienic cesspits. Outies are horrible as well. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, actually. The outies are weird. Yeah. Nomophobia or nomophobia? Fear of being without mobile phone coverage. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Fucking idiots. <laughs> Ombrophobia, fear of rain. Mm, no. Fear of flooding, I get. If, no. it's, if it won't stop raining, I get why people would be a bit anxious, but... <laughs> It is thought to be triggered by a number of factors, including the fact that children are often told not to go out in the rain because it will make them ill. Rain is also often associated with depression. Mm. Papaphobia, fear of the Pope. I think that's a very, very sound thing to be frightened of. <laughs> Do you know what? I think so too, actually. Um, uranophobia is fear of heaven. Oh, fear of heaven. Mm. It's all right, it doesn't exist. Solves that one. 
<laughs> it's a don't godless worry. universe. <laughs> don't worry about it. Uh, Pogo Pogophobia. Oh, sorry. No. Pogonophobia, fear of beards. You've got that one a bit, haven't you, George? Because you don't like beards. I don't like the idea of a beard on my face. That's right. what I've said. Yeah. But you like them on other people. I'm not crazy about them on other people, but it's their face and their choice. Yeah. I think it's actually interesting that, that it's one kind of socially acceptable form of... Um, Nah, forget it. I don't know what you're trying to say. Oh, we all knew what you were going to say. It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> listen to this. Earlier this month, presenter Jeremy Paxman accused the BBC of suffering from pogonophobia after he was criticised for presenting Newsnight with a beard. <laughs> uh, oh, recent Pax, article, so. then. <laughs> uh, so it's up to the minute news on crass yep uh, trypophobia now do you know this one George is this fear of those holes fear of holes yeah stupid isn't it fuck off with that oh my computer has just done something really strange it's got a fear of holes and it doesn't like us slagging it off <laughs> it's alright it's fixed now okay fuck shut up fucking thing i think i it kind of it doesn't that come from a sort of fear of holes looking like wasps nests or something like that <laughs> isn't it something I like that know. seeing all of those holes tightly compressed together resembles like yeah. a wasps nest in which so i would say that they've just got a fear of wasps nests george you know why i think it comes from george Which is what I've, got, I've got a fear reading of about other people who've got it on the internet wasps nests. oh i've got that look how they're like look how quirky i am they're like kind of, I don't know, the kind of the tent equivalent of the beehive, aren't they? A wasp's nest. <laughs> and they look like they're covered in dust. No, I don't like wasp's nest. I've got, yeah, I really don't like wasp's nest. Just... Yeah, but we're not talking about wasp's nest. We're talking about just holes. Yeah, but they're full of holes, aren't they? Like crap. Yeah but, there's nothing, yeah, but the holes that these people are afraid of aren't wasp holes. They're just holes. If we've got a listener who's got that thing, tripinophobia or whatever... I've closed the article now. But if we've got one mm. of them, and we probably have, because everyone's got it, apparently, email in and explain yourself. I'm calling you out. Anyway, that's my... Um, well, I'm glad we've alienated all of our BuzzFeed fucking listeners. Right, to end the show, George, I've mm. come up with a new feature, which I'm going to be yes. doing, not just in this uh, episode, but I'm hoping to continue it into the next series, whenever that is, because um, yeah. uh, I no longer work at uh, HMV, His Master's Voice. I no longer work there. It's closed now. The store I work is, where I live is closed. Not because of the lockdown, no. It closed mm. long before the lockdown. Shut down because of no money. Mm. Uh, and rent and that. It's loads of boring, not that funny reasons. It's just boring. Yeah. Uh, the doorway where the door used to be <laughs> is now full of, like, Christians flogging <laughs> bits of paper. So it's closed. Oh, but that gives me free reign now Yes. to talk about all the crazy, quirky stories... That happened mm. there uh, in this new feature that I've called His Master's Verse. Mm.
So I've got a few stories, and mm. because this, I've tried to sort of keep them horror fear based. Yeah. Um, to start with, I want to talk about horror film fans. You're all the worst. I hate you all. Standing yep. around in the horror film aisle and getting people, getting people like me over and going, oh, well, what horror films have you got? And it's like, well, look there, look at the horror films. And they're like, oh, could you recommend me one? And you like recommend them something like The Shining. And they'll go, oh, no, it's a 15, I want a proper horror film, like an 18. And you end up giving them like something that's really shit, but it's got like, like a rape scene in it, so it's an 18. <laughs> and they're like, well, happy then. <laughs> they love that. It's tr- Sorry, it's truth. It's the truth. Mm. You don't. You've got to do a lot these days to be eighteen. I remember on a previous episode of Crass, we talked about this jabber the hot of a person I saw in HMV squat in front of the yes. horror film section. Yeah, it's <laughs> mm. a good word. Squat or, or jabber. <laughs> squat. <laughs> I'd like to retroactively go back and call that a his master's verse. Yeah, like we did with. Uh, if that's okay with yeah, you. Yeah, like we did with Tube Tales with uh, the Jimmy Carr thing. I never agree to that. Well. You've done I, I that. I don't agree to that. this, then. Oh, fine. All right, we'll get, I'll give it... Fine, OK, I'll give you Jimmy, Jimmy right. Carr. done. I now agree. Good. Anyway, so that was horror fans. That's my little... Fi- that's my feeling on horror yep. fans. Go in, pick your film up. It's not like people going into the war mm. section and going, oh, can you recommend me a war film? Well, make sure it's all gory and there's loads of blood in it. They're not doing that. There's not people going to the kids section going, oh, can I make? Can I have an 18-rated kids film? Because they're not doing that because they don't exist. So why don't you just stop doing that? Or, horror film fans, look yourself and see which horror films are rated 18 and just grab yeah. it. Because that's all I'm going to do. <laughs> the first one you see. Bastards. I mean, I'm, I'm not, like, I'm, I'm not a, a big fan of horror films at all. But I am... We no. talked in real life. I don't know if we did talk on Crass about this. Uh, but we talked about how most examples of every art form are probably shit. And yeah, we do. But do horror does seem to be that. one specific form of filmmaking that is, like, mostly shit. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I do agree. I think sci-fi <laughs> has so, that problem as well. It's because yeah. they're, so, they're so kind of clear-cut in terms of genre. They've got such obvious mm. um, signifiers of their yeah. genre that people just copy them over and over again. And they're so cheap to make and they're so popular that people just rush them out willy-nilly. Yeah. Though so, it's interesting... Yeah, I think so. It's interesting you'd agree with me, though, on this, Paul, because, um, as one of our listeners pointed out a while back, you do tend to just agree with me when we're talking and then secretly have your own opinions. Because <laughs> on, on Twitter, didn't you off. once put, horror is the best thing, isn't it? It's bloody brilliant. You put when, it's, words it, yeah, to that when it is really good, it's really good. And I don't I don't mean horror films, I just mean the feeling of horror within a film. I like feeling horrified by a film. Not hmm. so I, I, I I'm not talking this is if getting us onto this is what stopped us when we tried recording Crash on Screaming last time. I I think what <laughs> Not to let us. you behind the curtain, listeners. What stopped us? I think what stopped us was then you saying, you do like horror, though, and mentioning about four horror films that I liked. <laughs> that, threw, that threw me off, anyway. <laughs> We're not talking about this. No, well, we'll cut it. Don't worry. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go on to my next story now, and this is less a horror story and more of a sort of repulsive story. Actually, mm. most of these are, George, sorry. Um, yeah. 
But I don't know if you've been in an HMV recently. I mean, I know you haven't. We're on, we're on lockdown. Um, yeah, the Sunday but before got... lockdown was the last time I went in. No, I bought. That's not. Well, I bought. Uh, they probably still had these then. I bought Sex Lies and Videotape on Blu-ray. There you go. It's very good. Um, but on the chart wall, they've got like what we used to call airport shelves, which have got like a little metal lip. Yeah. On the front, and they're sort of separated in segments, so you can sort of put DVDs and Blu-rays front-facing, mm. and they won't fall Not off. Not named after the ITV um, docu-soap airline. Was, uh, <laughs> I don't know why they're called airport shelves. They just start in, in 1998 or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, once <laughs> back to the story. <laughs> Oh, God. My, uh, the, the it's a big AM. job for me tomorrow. The assistant manager, the assistant manager was walking along uh, the chart wall and he noticed a little sort of odd brown sort of blob on the bottom shelf. God, no. So he knelt down and he had a look and it was a little, sorry to get all cheap show here, but it was a little nugget of uh, human poo. Um, like a really small little nugget that had been like placed on one of these little lips. Um, oh God! <laughs> like a slice of lemon on like a drink. <laughs> it was. Can't you just? Can't you ask me about drinking blood again? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Jesus. It was later removed with the use of rubber gloves. Uh, next, mm. his master's verse. <laughs> there could be a little oh. sting between each one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry, it's another sort of unpleasant one, but it was my first Christmas work in there, uh, and mm. um, there was a quite a friendly, chatty customer. Probably my least favourite kind of customer, actually, if I'm being honest, because they don't shut up. But like, a, quite a yeah. friendly customer, chatting with me, and I was serving them. I didn't do anything that amazing. Handed them their DVD or whatever, and they put their hand across to, sh- to, to, to try and shake my hand, so I held their hand out. So I thought, well. Might as well. So I shook, shook her hand. And she went, oh, and immediately sort of let back, pulled her hand away after I touched it. And she went, oh, oh sorry, I've, just, I've got an open wound. Oh. <laughs> and she held her hand oh, up oh. and she had this massive, oh. massive still blood oh. and gash on her butt. Oh, God. Why is that, that making was me probably really the most... feel... <laughs> it's yeah. grim, isn't it? Because... She must have known Let that it was like Let me shake your that. hand. I've got Just fucking a massive slash down the front of it. <laughs> oh. So I think, I presume that she must have wanted me to touch it. She must have got like some sort of kick out of me touching it. Oh, God, it. it's like something it out was... of a ballad novel. <laughs> it was really, honestly, People George, it get was proper People get the wounds touched. Oh, it was, re- yeah, I think it must have been something like that. And I immediately ran off and just scalded my hands because it was yeah. just absolutely vile. Oh, oh, um, oh. So and that's, also that's... kind of felt a little bit of a twinge <laughs> that you feel when you do catch a wound or, you, you know, I felt that as that's well the as power. repulsed. Yeah. It's the power of story. T- it'd be a good horror film, that, wouldn't it, that <laughs> yeah. little story? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, never mind, like, Hereditary or any of that bollocks. Just what, the, the, the woman with the open wound in HMV. She must, <laughs> she must go around all the shops doing that. That's what I think. British Heart Foundation. Oh, sorry, I've got an open wound. Marks and Spencers. Oh, yes, that was shops. pretty grim. Um, yeah. On to my final story. Fuck it, that was another one. <laughs> this is the final one. Final story. Right. Yep. Um, 
I was walking along just sort of, I don't know, floor walking, as we used to call it, when you just walk around looking for people who need help. Uh, That's on... not the same as street walking. Not the same it? as street walking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was round the sort of music section, the R and bit, the black yeah. music section. They shove all the black music like in one little bit, sort of urban and um, soul. That's the black music. Um, just a little dig at H and V there. Broaden your horizons. Um, you did work there, though, mate. I did. I mean, yeah. Maybe you're complicit. <laughs> What have we got? We've got some jazz. Oh, but just stick in the black section. It'll be fine. <laughs> That's where we had to put it! I didn't work in the music section. I was in visual, so my hands are clean. Obviously, they weren't after the... Not moment. when they were covered in blood and pots. No. And... <laughs> that story's over now. And I was walking past this, this group of guys um, looking through um, Urban. Hmm. And one of them said, um, what does NWA stand for? <laughs> and uh, I'm not going to say what it does. You all know yeah. if you don't Google it. But his friend next to him uh, replied with not. This was not ironic. This was completely. He was so confident in his answer. He said, "Oh, um, it stands for New World Alliance." <laughs> <laughs> it's not a sort of horror or scary no. story, but I just thought it was quite yeah. fun. So I thought I'd end with yeah, it. It's not true, though. You will delight. It stands for. No, it is true. No, that's not what it stands for. It's not true. It's not what it stands oh, right. for. Sorry. Anyway, what do you think of my new feature? When um, his master's, what was it called? His again? master's verse. Verse. His master's verse. Went on a bit. <sighs> it was all right, though. Well done. Well done. Should we Thanks. should we wrap this bullshit up, Paul? <laughs> all right. Well, I, first of all, before we go, I'm going to reveal... And we'll, do, we'll do the sign-off first, and then I'll end yeah. with my, uh, Big my fear. greatest fear. Paul's greatest fear. This is what people have been waiting for, mm. I think. Yeah. Um, so, listeners, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> when have we ever thanked the listeners for listening? <laughs> well, I think we need to for this, for one. this one. I mean, we have been just on the recording here. It won't be this long when we when we edit it, hopefully. But we've been recording no. for the same length of time uh, that Ingmar Bergman's film Persona lasts. That's Crazy, how long we've been recording. Which is, which is good? better, though? Is it, is it, is it <laughs> as good? You decide. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listeners, you can find us on Twitter, at uh, The Crass Podcast. Yep. You can also find me on Twitter, at uh, Bumbledoon, yep. Bumble D-O-O-N. You can email at crasspodcast at gmail.com. But don't. Right now, listeners... Um, Onto my greatest fear. Now, I don't want you to be using this against me by sending in emails of, I don't know, images of, of this or stories mm. featuring this. Uh, I don't know. But I just don't want you to use it against me. I'm, I'm putting yep. myself out there by revealing this. So I hope you appreciate it. It takes a lot of... I'm not, I'm not going to say bravery, but it's, you know, for me, it feels like a, a big mm. thing admitting this. <sighs> Okay. Um my my greatest fear is uh having the whole uh cast and crew of Go 8 bit uh <laughs> Sorry for laughing, marching mate. towards marching towards me in a dark alley. Mm. <laughs> and they look angry. <laughs> 